entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. I love this song, Give Me the Night. Another one from the Danielle and Sid Yacht Rock Radio Collection, which we heard on the way over to Peter's Clam Bar in Island Park on Saturday night. George Benson, a couple of shout-outs here. Gisela Tavares listening right now from Alaska. Big deal in Brazil, Miss Brazil, in fact, in New York, and magazines and newspapers and acting, does all that stuff. Big fan of the show. And Jimmy Boudreau. Jimmy Boudreau in his black truck, who I saw once again yesterday in my neighborhood. Big, big fan of Sid and Friends in the morning. So uh, shout-outs this morning to Gisela and to Jimmy. All right, 7-12 on your hump day Wednesday morning. We put this time aside every weekday morning for the man. He's the icon. He's the legend, Mr. Guardian Angel. Tremendous Hall of Fame Talk show host, Rippin' Weed, noon every weekday afternoon here. Overnight weekends, he hosts those and does his best work right here all five days. Every weekday alongside me, he's the great Curtis Sliwa. And uh, Curtis is dressed for battle every day. He's got his red beret, got his red jacket. And I think you'd agree, now I'm leaving in four days to be exact, after Shabbos, flight leaves late Saturday night. I think you'd agree, Curtis, Based on my outfit today, I'm ready for combat. Yes, you are. In fact, I've noticed uh, you got your fatigues on. You're ready. And uh, because it's the DEA, although you, like Elvis Presley, should never have had the Drug Enforcement Agency symbol on your guard. This would be Detectives Endowment, but close enough. Yes, but you did receive their <laughs> pro-law enforcement award recently uh, at that gala that was outstanding. And I will tell you this, on behalf of the federal government, once again, they've reached out to you, Sid Rosenberg. They want to do you a courtesy because they know out of everybody here at WABC, you are the most pro-law enforcement. 
they will hold off unsealing the indictment against Eric Adams until you return from the promised land, the holy land, uh, sometime after next week. Now, you don't know if this is really, really true, do you? They've made an offer to you. Now, it's up to you. Okay, all I am is a messenger. I'm like Paul Revere, right? I'm the messenger. But you, you seem to be vacillating, equivocating. In fact, I thought for sure you would be in the front row uh, later today at Zona de Cuba, the restaurant on top of the Central Post Office where David Berkowitz, that's right, the 44 caliber killer worked before he went out on his killing sprees, 149th in Grand Concourse, owned by Fernando Mateo, who I crushed in the Republican primary, that de Blasio Republican. And he is hosting Eric Adams for his State of the City address. Let me tell you, City Hall, because they always listen to me on your show, first and foremost, 705 Monday through Fridays, and then on the Rip and Read 12 to 1. You better check the occupancy rates, because I've been in touch with the fire marshals. One person over the limit, oh my God. and they're going to shut you down. Well, before we get to this uh, city shut and state down. address today with your boy Mateo, there was uh, some event last night. Um, I did not go to Rosanna Scotto's event Monday because I heard some people on the guest list that I'm not a huge fan of. But uh, And it's not Arthur Idol. I do love him. Uh, but you told me there was a party last night that the mayor threw. And you were surprised I wasn't there. What was what was that one about? Well, I am not at liberty to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I got some moles that were there. All right. I'm working on that for the rip and read. Okay? So, but, but, but you've come to realize now that even though I did spend time with the mayor a couple of Wednesdays ago at uh, Anthony Scaramucci and Nelson Braff's Hunt and Fish Club, or Fish and Hunt Club, whatever it's called, that was really an event for Jen Rajkumar. That I am not really, well, really in the Adams circle. I don't well, go to his events. That's Scaramucci, the schifosa. He wasn't there. He was in Davos. Of course. Uh, basically shaking down the rich, you know, to invest in crime coin, a.k.a. Bitcoin. But let's face it, Sid, you have an attachment to this guy, Eric Adams, because you're both metrosexuals. Have you seen his faccia lately? You had your very dear friend from Howard Beach in the other day who takes care of your faccia. She gives you occasionally a few Botox injections. Why do you make a hand gesture like it's some type of, uh, but she's, she's a shot injector. Yes, yes. yes. Jen Delandro. And she's right there in Howard Beach. Uh, yeah. Did you see the mayor of late? He's got the bags under his eyes. He's lost the swagger. I really think he needs a visit to Jen. He well, really does. I was with him a few Wednesdays ago. I thought he looked good. But, but if you're right. And he is going through some of that. What do you expect? The president of the United States is out to get him. Just ask Rudy Giuliani. Then he's got you yeah, on the sure, most listened sure. to president. radio show in America president five can't, days a wait week. Say, president can't even figure out that his Fine. favorite food Let, is ice cream. Let's throw Biden aside. Yeah. He's got you, this huge, dynamic New York figure. Yes, yes, I'm all over him. On the most listened to show in the world, five days a hey, week, kicking look, his ass. He started this. He has drones following me every Wait, rally that I host. what do you mean he host. started this? He, he has it's the that, drones it's following me. It's not like he me. called you a racist or anything like nah, that. It doesn't mean it's spy versus spy, <laughs> Mad Magazine. We'll see who wins out. But he's got drones. you got actual people. Exactly. His own people. His own people. That's what troubles them is that they eat the Parmesan cheese. They rat him out. So you're having lunch with Fabian Levy today? No, no, Fabian. Are you kidding? Ingrid? Fabian, <laughs> come on! Those are not. That's not a good source. 
I got juice there. Come on, Sid, you know that. Menashe Shapiro? Oh, please. <laughs> he, he should take a menorah and impale himself. No, he's a good man. I actually oh, wish yeah. he was coming to Israel. Yeah, right yeah. No, That's a good way, Jew right there. Yeah, yeah. He's weak. He's feckless. He'll fold he like a cheap camera. He's never she. He's schlubby. <laughs> you want to be a real tough Jew, you're dressed for the appropriate visit. Now I'm going to take you on the righteous Gentile tour of Israel now that you're flexing. You must, without a doubt, tell your host there. You must go to Masada. Masada. That's right. Where the Jews held off thousands of Romans who laid siege to Masada. They surrounded that table mountain. They tried to starve out the Jews. They set up the battering rams. Uh, they laid siege to it. It was an incredible long siege. And the brave Jews of Masada, when finally the Romans were right at the, the front step, after they battled them morning, noon, and night, they all collectively committed suicide because they said, no, the Romans will not take us. Hmm. We are going right up to Hashem. And they fought to the last man. Wow. The siege tower, the battering ram, everything you saw in the old movies, you know, with the Romans moving the centurions. 15,000 Romans laid siege to a 1,000 Jews, and the Jews held them off for months. You must go there. Now, now how far is that uh, from Jerusalem? Well, this is what you do. Uh, you head past Jericho, where Yasser Arafat used to have a casino, the Oasis Casino, because he loved Jews' shekels. That shows you what a fake, phony, fraudulent fagazi that Arafat was. He actually opened up a casino that I stopped by on my way to Masada. But you must, you must go to Masada. If there's one place that you go, the toughest well, Jews you, in the world. You've given me that's a wonderful story. And uh, you're an amazing guy because I did do the the subway night with you when I first arrived in New York. Uh, just so you know, Sunday, this Sunday, ironically, is my eight-year anniversary, my very first show ever with my dear friend Bernard here at WABC, Sunday, eight years. I wasn't even here a month February of that month, you took me out on the uh, two or three train to the worst parts of Brooklyn. Brownsville. Well, about five or six other guardian angels. And it was an amazing night for me because at every stop, you had historical facts. And I'm being honest. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I, I, I was... It was amazing, uh, but to, to, to hear the you. Burial ground, the murder incorporated, all your of it, people. The, the bread factory you showed yes, me. Yes, Patagonia. Yes, but to hear you talk about other places like Israel. Oh, I mean, I have to think you're one of the great. And I mean this sincerely. You're a historical genius. No, no, no. I, yes, I, I, Eddie Murphy once called Stevie Wonder a musical genius. You, Curtis Sliwa, you're an historical genius. No, no. The one who's blind here is my husband-in-law, David Patterson. He's the Stevie Wonder of the group. <laughs> Let's get back on track. You will go to Masada. You will see there was only a single pathway up. Okay. Imagine. No, I'm afraid of heights. 15,000 trained Roman centurions took yeah. on a 1,000 Jews. But I'm not going. Held them off for months. Now. I can't go. I'm afraid of heights. How about this. All okay. right, so we'll keep you on a, a flat block. Please, I'm begging you. The Etzion block, which is between Hebron and Jerusalem. Now, what is this called now? The Etzion, E-T-Z-I-O-N block. There are a number of towns there, Gush Etzion, four settlements. When you go there, they have the music of Kfar Etzion. Three days, a few hundred Jews held off trained Jordanian troops 
who were on their way to Jerusalem. Remember, the Jordanians were trained by the Brits. They were a good army. Men and women Jews who knew that they would be slaughtered, but they had to stop the Jordanians because they would have overwhelmed. Remember, there were only 10,000 Jews at that time in Judea and Samaria. People don't realize the odds were tremendous. And when you go to this museum, you see men and women with almost like pre-World War II guns fighting off the Jordanians. The Jordanians eventually overwhelmed them, slaughtered them, disemboweled them, left their remains scattered on the ground, and this became a rallying cry for the Jewish settlers who were still there. Oh, no, you're not going to do to us what you did in Gush Etzion, Kafar Etzion, and the Etzion block. I was there. I saw it. When you go there, you will marvel at how few Jews fended off trained armies, the Egyptians, the Iraqians, and the Jordans. We're not talking terrorists. We're talking professional armies with tanks trained by the Brits to go in and destroy the Jews and the state of Israel. You know, I'm a, um, about as heterosexual as they come. But I remember in the movie Saturday Night Fever, it wasn't Fran Drescher, it was some other fat girl. She said to uh, Travolta, Tony Monero, she said, Tony, I love to watch you dance. And as you went through this whole thing about Masada and that second place, I just stared at you. Nothing sexual. But you're just, you're unbelievable. Could I ask you yes. how you know all this? You've only been there two or three times. How do you know all this about Israel? Because, you see, when I went there, I shut my mouth and I listened and I watched. Because well, I didn't know anything. So I went there three times, first for the 50th anniversary of the State of Israel. That's when I briefly was in Gaza. Oh, my God, you were there for that. Yeah, briefly with Gaza. Well, and was, then, that like, was that a tremendous celebration? Oh, or? it was. It was incredible. And then uh, I basically was passed around, you know, like a baton from up in the Golan Heights down to a lot. Then I went after the second intifada. And let me tell you something, Jews who are listening. Not many of you went after the second intifada, the Yasser Arafat called, but a lot of evangelicals went to support the state of Israel. Again, evangelicals are more supportive of the state of Israel than Jews themselves. So why haven't you, because you've made this point about evangelicals for months, and even my wife Danielle, uh, my beautiful wife Danielle, agrees with you. Uh, why haven't you booked one for me? Get me one evangelical who's got to be excited about our trip coming up in a couple of days. I will do and that. I'll put him on. I will do that. See, but a guy like Noam Laden is afraid because evangelicals believe on the day of rapture, the final day, when Jesus Christ returns, and it will be to the Holy Land, that they will come to you Jews and say, you got a choice. Either you convert now, or we got to slaughter you. You know, it's, I'm sorry, but that's, that's well, the well, way. Who believes this? The evangelical. Don't put this guy. Well, look, okay, hey, look. He hey, sounds like Nikki Haley. Every, every. <laughs> and by, by the way, speaking of Nikki Haley, are you a schmuck or are you a putz? What are you talking are about? All of your listeners, are all the hosts and hostesses here so stupid they don't see what Nikki Haley is doing Yeah, here? what is she doing? She's embarrassing herself every day, like Chris Christie. What is she doing? What, no, what no. amazing thing is she doing besides stealing money first, from first stupid off, donors? First off, you got to yeah. look with peripheral vision. I, I look, I do. And I've been right about everything for eight months. For she's last, embarrassing right, herself. For the last 72 hours, for the first time, she's gone on record as saying Trump and Biden are the same. Bad for the country. Correct. Right? First time. Equally as bad. Yes. She has always said that there should be an age limit for anybody running for president. She okay. doesn't want anybody over 70 running for president. Right. There is an organization out there. I know them well. I've met with them. They call No Labels. No Labels. They got a lot of money. 
They are signing up voters so they can qualify their candidate to run in all 50 states. Isn't that my friend, uh, the Jewish guy from Connecticut, who was the VP choice for... Uh... Oh, Lieberman! Right. Isn't Lieberman the guy that kind of heads that thing? Well, I don't know. He's so constipated. <laughs> yeah. I'm Joe Lieberman. But... I want to start war against everybody with Lindsey Graham and Listen John me. McCain. No labels is a joke. No, no. Let me no, it's a joke. They, they talked about Joe Manchin. Now I'm hearing no labels is... He's talking about RFK. No. RFK's no, a joke. No, no. He's a joke. Trust me. You got to know. I know the people with no labels. All right, go ahead. The group plans to choose a Republican as its presidential nominee. Who's it going to be? Why wouldn't it be Nikki Haley? Oh, great. For good for her. So this is a great thing for her? No, I'm not saying it's great for her. I'm not saying it's great for the country. But don't you understand? This is going to take votes away. Oh, stop it. I'm begging you to stop it. I'm begging you okay. to stop it. Because you don't want to see stop what it. the hell is going on out I there. I see what's going on. She can do it. She'll embarrass herself. Nobody takes no labels seriously outside of you and Frank Morano. It ain't going to cost Excuse Trump me, the Sid. presidency. Excuse me, Sid. Yes, if, sir. If it costs yes. a few votes for either candidate, yeah. it could it's, end up it's flipping not, the it's election. It's not going to be that close. I'm not, I hate to oh, tell you. Well, okay, predict me now. Uh, what what kind of a blowout Trump, is this going to be Trump for Trump? wins by about seven points. Seven points. That's right, Are Curtis. Are you delusional? No. Are you out of your mind? You said the same thing about New Hampshire. He'd win by 40 points, no, right? No, I said no. I said Nikki would keep it close, but she would lose. Look. That was exactly right. Now, he will win South Carolina by 30 points. Why is Kennedy running? Because he's a moron. To take votes away hey, from He's both. running because he's bored. He's got money. Why not? Nikki Haley yeah. has big bucks behind Nikki Haley her. is embarrassed. Do they herself. hate Trump, the big bucks guys? Uh, some of them. Okay. A, a very small percentage. No, no. It ain't a Clearly, small percentage. She's lost by 42 the points. The country club races. Republicans Curtis, hate Trump. She lost by 30 points in she's Iowa. She's not going to win the uh, presidency, but she's going to take votes she's not away even in a general be, election. Curtis, she's not even being competitive in the primary. Not even being you know, competitive. You're so myopic, right? Yeah. You're so, you don't understand the full picture. Yeah. These people hate Trump. Yes, a they few do. They will do anything they yeah, can, a few can sure. to try to make sure that Trump does not get reelected. Good luck. You have a third-party candidate, let's say By Nikki the way, they Haley. tried that in 2016, too. How did that go? You you have a candidate. If not for the socialist <laughs> candidate running then, oh. the Green Party candidate, yeah. Hillary would be president of the United States. You sure. forget she got yeah. 1% of the vote. And if I had a vagina, well, you, you I'd be Cindy that? Rosenberg and not Sidney right, Rosenberg. But do you acknowledge that? The Green no, Party candidate I, got I mean, 1% uh, of the uh, vote. Uh, here's what I want to That was the you differential. Are, uh, you, you went from the, the one of the smartest historical geniuses people I know to sounding like Frank Morano, so like a crazy person. Why would she all of a sudden, Why, why, why does Nikki Haley just get out the next uh, the next uh, primary out of, a, uh, out of a flying saucer that came here from Mars? Did, you're so myopic. You just don't understand the hate that exists out there. Oh, Do I you know. understand? Oh, I know. I deal with it all the time. That the general population, yeah. if given a choice of having not Trump or Biden, would want other candidates. Because all you do is you travel in the Trump world. I travel in every world. I travel in the Trump world. I travel in the Biden world. I travel in a world where people are saying, really? It's going to be round two, 2020? Where it's going to go back to, wait, it's a blood feud of vendetta? Like this was the godfather? There are a lot of people who are saying, no, even if my vote is a waste, even it's for Nikki Haley on a, on a, uh, a, a situation, a third party line, no labels with Joe Manchin, the Democrat as the vice president. If 5% go that way, it could change the outcome of this election. 
and you're not even open to listening to what she's been saying in the last 72 hours. She is auditioning for the no labels line. She never said this before in the campaign, only in the last 72 hours, that Biden and Trump are exactly the same. Wake up! Curtis is always ahead of the curve. Wake up!